0: Hello, I'm Randy. And I'm Beth. And this is Brother Knows Quest, the podcast where I, your host, tell my sister about the wonderful world of tabletop role-playing games. Beth, do you know what we're talking about today? Guessing it has something to do with cipher system. You've called on. Probably for the last time, though, because next time it's going to be a different one. Well, that's a big change from the last one. Yep. There's a dinosaur. What's it called? I like dinosaurs. Predation. Predation. It's another cypher system game, like you said, and this one, you will also have to have the cypher system core rulebook to play it, but it's a setting more than anything, like most of the ones we cover. A few hundred years in the future from now, an interglobal conglomerate known as Space and Time Integrated, SATA, SETI, began sending the first commuters, mostly bioengineers and paleontologists, and other specialists, back into the late Cretaceous period on a top-secret mission. It was presented to them as an opportunity of a lifetime for their career choice, an unprecedented chance to walk among dinosaurs and return with tales of discovery and scientific breakthrough. Within a decade, something went wrong, though. Just like in a movie they made about it. Yeah. No one knows why or how, but the time travel process broke down. Travelers, known as commuters, became stranded in the past with all the dinosaurs. Not just with the dinosaurs, though, but they were stuck there with the knowledge that sometime in the not-so-distant future, this planet will go through a cataclysmic event that will wipe out almost all life. So with time travel shut down, they called it the last commute before everything fell apart. It happened a hundred years ago in the game setting. Using technology and knowledge brought back with them, they built communities these people did. Bred, bioengineered, and hunted dinosaurs, raised families, and never gave up hope that they would find a way home. That old generation's dying off now, leaving the world of a new generation. One that's only ever known this place. And any information they have about the new world in the future is just from books or stories told by their parents and grandparents. It's a place they call G R E V. A-K-C. Gravec. The land of dangers and dinosaurs. And that's when you start playing your game. You're one of these people. All your life, you've known the future is doomed, thanks to an asteroid or something. Your grandparents came from the 24th century, and now you're stuck in whatever time they sent you back when the dinosaurs were roaming. So you're stuck in a weird land, uh, wild beasts, and far future technology. You could fight to find a way to survive the come in cataclysm or you could side up the group of people who have decided to let humanity die so they can rise from the ashes and evolve like we're meant to do does that make sense let them die so they can come back no uh seeing as you're right before the asteroid or whatever happens happens some group of this new generation think that you should just let it die let it die yeah just let, let it yourself. shrivel up and die. <laughs> my point is how do we know that modern humans didn't come from that group of people sent back. I mean, it does seem kind of like we would notice a bunch of fancy technology running around, though. You might have already kind of figured out that there was going to be dinosaurs in this game. They're almost always high-level creatures, by the way. Most normal people wouldn't be able to take them on. They are um, modded, upgraded, cybernetic limbs and everything to help people survive. Appalachia's on the map. Yeah, I know, Beth. Appalachia had a bunch of dinosaurs back in the day. You do get companions in this game. They could be humanoid, but most of the time they are dinosaurs. I would want a pet dinosaur. Yeah. They have their own stats, personalities, and abilities. They're also player characters. So essentially you have two player characters for every player. Mm, Companions are played by another player at the table using simple character sheets. So it's not as complicated. Also there's time anomalies from the last uh, commute since that happened. There's been anomalies like things pop up that don't belong. Things from different times. So you can find a bunch of odd stuff occasionally just plopped up into places it shouldn't be. You have a bunch of new skills in this game you can add to your character thanks to these unique situations you found yourself in, like atronology, I don't know what that is, animal husbandry, animal training, biorobotics, cybernetics, which I always thought they were the same thing, Uh, dinosaur knowledge, epidemiology, you know what that is? Diseases? Yes, you got it. Uh, Well, the study of spreading diseases, paleontology, of course, and time anomalies, which is a unique skill that even we don't have. You're flipping through there. Have you found anything cool? Oh, I'm at the Appalachia Park. Oh, ah. you remember how you have types like the nano and all that in Numenera? Mm-hmm. Okay, you have the Karns, the ultimate warriors. So they're like the Glave in Numenera. They're the people you'd see most likely running straight into a T-Rex's maul. They choose aggression. They're well-outfitted companions to fight by their side. Strong guys. And then you have the techs. Can you guess what the techs are? Cyber pupil. Pretty much. They're scientists and experimenters. Their weapon is knowledge and technology. They like to build machines to fight for them or help them escape. They like to do research, time travel, and DNA research, stuff like that. Dinosaur DNA specifically. Their companions are often trained to protect them while they work or to help them in some other way. Then you have the Teryx. They're explorers and wonders equally at home in the jungle or the city. They can track trap train and trick almost anything they move among dinosaurs and humans equally they have special relationships with other living creatures the tarix often choose companions that help them scout the land move through places quickly and quietly or attack their foes from afar range combatants i like that Austinans. i think is how you pronounce that they're storytellers historians tricksters and performers and soothsayers if you're into that kind of thing they like to connect to the power of time anomalies and play with time and sensory details They also connect to the power of personality to talk to almost anyone. They often choose dinosaurs that enhance their already strong social skills. It's probably better to find other people to work with you then. There have been some new foci added to this game. Walks of Dinosaurs, Self Evolves, Plays God, Predates. They have a whole bunch in here lists that you could use. But some of the more useful ones out of the core book are Carries a Quiver, Controls Gravity, Fuses Flesh and Steel, Fuses Mind and Machine... And Masters the Swarm. Oh, you could have a swarm of those little dinosaurs from (laughs) the eighth little girl, uh, Jurassic Park. Let me tell you about some of the companions that they listed as well. Have you got to that part yet? Oh, I was just looking at the pictures. Tyrannosaurus. They listed uh, some of its useful abilities as a sturdy mount, rip and tear, and stampede and puncture. Mm -hmm. You could have a companion Tyrannosaurus. They have raptors ceratops? you'd have those. There's all kinds of creatures in here. What's the big long neck one's called? Brontosaurus, is that it? Something like that. It starts with a B, I think. I don't really know. I can't remember. I First, want one of those. Yeah. A little foot, but not so little. Predation takes place on mostly two continents, Larmidia and Appalachia, which apparently consists of its own continent in this time. Oh, and the Western Interior Seaway, which stretches between the two. Full of mountain ranges and volcanoes, wild storms, fun stuff like that. The lifespan of a person in this era is a little over 100 years for the people who came from the future. The newer generation don't live as long. About a little before. over 100 years. Well, that's because they came from the far future. The 24th century, when people came back, the people in that age lived to be 92 to 160. <laughs> Quite a bit lower once they got back in time, of course. There's a lot of dangers and less medical stuff going on. Organizations, individuals, and all, well, anybody pretty much is fighting for power and supplies all the time. If you get a group of people who's willing to stick by your side, that's a lot better than being alone. And everybody's concerned about the asteroid that looms over the horizon. (laughs) Naming people, your names have changed a little bit. Usually you get your first name and your last name. But a lot of times they will name themselves after the city or state you originally hailed from. Uh, The commuters, like the original people, they would start naming their children after places they had lived before they got sent back in time. (laughs) Other common names, I would almost imagine the common names of this sort I'm about to bring up from warriors, more than uh, scientists, because it's unique takes on various dinosaurs, landscape features, and uh, flora, fauna kind of stuff. So you name yourself after a great beast or place. That sounds more like a warrior thing, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Most people have a first and last name, like I said, keeping up traditions of their ancestors. Middle names are rarely given, though. Nicknames are common. Well, that's a shame. I like my middle name. Yeah, the book has a couple of notable towns and stuff like that mentioned, but the most important part is the exploration and the crazy things you come across from either now or anywhere in the future because that time anomaly keeps dropping stuff off. These things are kind of messy and wonky, so they will work once and break. That's the thing about a cipher, the one-use items. This game makes it easy to find those as it should be. It's a good book. I don't know if I can find it on Amazon or anything. I'll look again. I didn't find it earlier, but I know it's on Drive-Thru RPG. And I know Monty Cook Game Store has the digital and physical copies if you want those. I'll put the links to whichever ones I can find. If it's an Amazon link, it's an affiliate link, which means we get a little cut at that when you buy it. It don't charge you more, but we get a little portion of that. But if it ain't an Amazon link, it's probably not an affiliate link. So it really doesn't apply. Beth, would you play this game? I want to pet dinosaur, so probably. I figured that'd be the case. Uh, This man has a USB port in his head. I told you they've been working on cybernetics. And an auxiliary. (laughs) (laughs) An auxiliary port? What? (laughs) It says AUGS. Right there. You can hook yourself (laughs) to a speaker. Or he becomes one. I'm going to hook my iPod up. Hold me a moment. Just hold on. Click. And then i just vibrating the tunes of a song. I didn't see that. It's on the cover. Wait, let me see. Right there. Oh, he does have a USB port attached. And he's got a USB, two ports. He's got NRM and auxiliary. He's switched down to auxiliary, and one of the USB ports is occupied. So, yeah. Can I use your head to charge my phone? (laughs) That's what he looks like he's doing. (laughs) Oh. There's a guy on the back who's got a group of raptors working for him. So, you would play this one. Yeah. Probably before you'd play TOLUS. Probably. Okay. Well, this one isn't hard to run. It's a lot smaller, too. But it has. Huge creatures in it since she's gave her approval, I guess. I I just really like dinosaurs. I know you like dinosaurs. I wasn't going to cover this because it's hard to find now unless you just get it from the one shop. But I know you like dinosaurs, so I covered it. I think next time we'll cover some different games. I might try to get Dakota to work with us on reviewing some of the D&D settings because I just covered the Forgotten Realms Mm -hmm. and the basics. It'd be nice to have Dakota here to talk about things like The Curse of Strahd or Dragonlance or something like that. If you like what you've been listening to, you can find more of our podcasts on the Gruesome Gaming Group's webpage. There'll be another one that me and Beth do called Horrific History and Hauntings. It's a podcast where she tells me about horrific history and or hauntings, I mean, sometimes funny things. Usually they go, I mean, go hand in hand. Ways to die. Ways to die, stuff like that. My friend Dakota and I do another podcast called Leveling Duo. It's a podcast where he and I talk about video games we've played and enjoyed we like to share our thoughts on how these games changed our lives for the better usually or just cook our mind off something which is what they're meant to do i'll be covering starfield soon as soon as it comes out i'll play it for a few days before we record and then we'll cover starfield can't wait for that but the link to all of our podcasts will be in the description of this episode as well as any links i can find for the products we covered some of them may be affiliate links i'll try to leave it in the description if it's an amazon link it's an affiliate link also we have a twitter it's called gruesome gaming g if you want to tweet at us or let us know what you think or want us to cover something different. And please leave a review if you have a podcast player that will let you leave a review. We would like to hear from you. Anyway, I've been Ramey. And I'm Beth. Thank you for listening to Brother Knows Quest. Goodbye.